Hey guys, settle in with your gal and listen to the Manipod Show. Bobby HD, you're on. Welcome back to the Manipod Show. I am HD and once again, Bobby is not here. This is a special bonus segment, a bi-weekly one that I'll be doing to keep you all on track of my progress on the keto diet, for lack of a better phrase. As I've said before, I don't really like the word diet, but until I come up with a better one, that's what I'm going with. And I'm doing a bit of a hybrid between the Bulletproof and keto programs. So today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about cravings and cheating. It won't be as long a segment as my intro one, but it's been another two weeks, and I'll start with the good news, another five pounds lost. So after a month, it is a total of 13 pounds. So pretty excited about that. At first, I was like, well, how come I didn't lose the eight pounds that I did the first two weeks? But I think 13 in a month is a relatively healthy number. I did need to make one correction when I first recorded this. I think I mentioned that I started on March the 1st or 2nd that weekend. It must have been in serious ketosis. It was actually the 9th. It was my start date. So we're right at the four-week mark today. Got a couple things I got a confession to make for one. And yeah, it has to do with cravings and cheating. I'll start with the bad news. I did have one cheat day. And by cheat day, I don't mean the free carb day that some of the offshoots of the program allow for. And just to remind everybody, if I didn't mention already, there are some approaches that say you should on occasion, eat more carbs than you normally would to re-jumpstart your ketosis or your body so it kind of jars it back into place. If it gets too comfortable with no carbs, it might calibrate to a lower carb point, if that's a phrase, than is uh, is good for losing weight. So you pick a day. In some cases, it's once a week. I I did it, I think, after the first two weeks, meaning I was gonzo the first two weeks, certainly below the 50 grams of carbs per day, and I think even below the intense 25 grams. Some programs say to stick under 150 grams of carbs. That seems a lot. The Bulletproof is 50 grams for their their most, well, their second to most strict. The 25 grams is one that's really carb starving. So I picked a day in the first two weeks to have things like white rice and carrots. I mean, these things don't sound like they're bad for you, but they are high in starch or higher in starch than their counterparts, like in vegetables. And with rice, amazing enough, it's white rice that is most recommended on the scale of acceptable carbs. White rice is the best of the worst. So I had a little bit of that. I I think I also had some sauce that had a little bit of flour in it as part of the roux. So I probably kicked over the 50 grams on that day. Whether that helped or not, it's my excuse to say I had some carbs, but certainly didn't seem like it hurt at all. And if the theory of re-jump-starting the ketosis is a legitimate one, well, then I did. But that's not what I was talking about. In the last two weeks since I last chatted with you, I had a down moment, a a vulnerable weak moment. I'll talk about those in a second, but I got to get the confession out right off the bat. I went to a donut shop and I had three donuts, a cream puff, a maple custard eclair, and a crawler. 
at the time, they, they certainly did the trick. They were like, wow. I mean, when you don't have something for a while and then you have it, it is quite a treat. And so I, I mount them down. I mean, I, I this is just like completely bearing my soul of I was in a private moment. So I, nobody would have ever known about this except for the fact that I'm revealing it now. And it was amazing. That said, about halfway through, maybe two-thirds of the way through, it wasn't guilt, but I, I actually no longer was enjoying it. it. It was almost as if I needed some flavor in my mouth that just cut that quick craving that occasionally a mint or like I, I bought a box of junior mints and I gave myself one allotment per day just to have that something sweet in my mouth, which again, I'll get into in a little bit, but I don't really have a whole lot of those cravings. But every once in a while you do and you want something that's just going to cut it and then you're done and you're, and you're fine. In this case, I went all in on the donuts but it, I learned that it wasn't something that I really, really needed. It was, it was certainly yummy. But I, I think the next round, I'm not going to do that. I, I think it actually helped to em- or embolden my willpower. That said, whatever effect it had, maybe that was the reason on that one day why I only lost five pounds and not the eight that I did the first two weeks. Who knows? Maybe it actually helped and helped uh, jumpstart that whole carb thing. My point will be this that I'm not so sure that the occasional cheat day is a real bad thing. I think where it really becomes dangerous is if you throw in the towel and that one day becomes a second day or you do a second day within seven days or it just becomes, you get it out of your routine. You kind of think, oh, I fucked up. Now I got, I'm, 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 I've blown it. So I'm going to start over or I'm not going to do what I have been doing and it gets you out of that that mindset. Thankfully, that was not the case with me, but I think that's definitely a danger that could happen. And so I've satisfied that craving. And I will say this, let's just talk about, we've talked about cheating. I I did that one day. I, I, it might happen again someday. And I, again, I don't consider that, that free carb day as cheating, but just one where you just go all out and you like down a pizza or you get drunk or whatever is that sugar carb high. It may happen again, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I think I actually have dug my heels in. But let's go back to cravings and what got me there to begin with. And this might be something that those who have it can relate to and those that are thinking about this program can use as a warning sign. Because the good news is that, quite honestly, the cravings aren't there as often as you might think. I thought that there would be more of a sacrifice with this diet. But I think the fact that it it more than compensates and satiates your cravings for savory and salty and maybe a little tangy, but the cravings for sugar and starch get overcome by the others and so it you're not you're not really sacrificing in a diet you're just shifting it and quite honestly you're doubling down on the cravings for fat that you would normally have in a regular diet that has cravings of all of your tastes so i guess i would just say when you have your cravings lean into the ones that you can have more of you know the butters and the creams and the oils and that saltiness that, you know, use, uh, like I call it, bacon is the new candy. Bacon is not the best thing to have on this diet, even though it gets all the publicity that, hey, you can have bacon when you're on keto. 
Yeah, you can, but I, for a lot of reasons, I just highly not recommend that you turn to the bad fats. Like I had a couple of hot dogs the other day that were just amazing. They just, I, I craved a hot dog. So the cravings become almost cravings within cravings. And, and they're not as bad as if I went off on that, those three donuts. But you've got to watch that you don't double, triple, quadruple down too much on the bad fats, of which hot dogs and bacon and some of those red meats are. You need them to a certain degree, but lean more heavenly, heavenly, heavily into the avocados, poultry, fish, some of those positive fats that are actually a better in a, in a balanced diet. So let's get back to the cravings again, that the times where you're going to feel most vulnerable to cravings are going to be when you are idle. So I work a lot. I drive, I'm a restaurant consultant, I've got this podcast, I do a lot of stuff. Rarely do I have a full day off, rarely do I have even time off. But when I do, that's when the mind starts to wander and you start to think about certain things that would satisfy a craving. That's one. The other one is, for some reason, late night. And if I get in late, and I don't, you know, again, I don't drink, and I certainly don't drink on keto. I do occasionally smoke pot, but even that doesn't really cause the munchies that are typical with pot. I think it's more of the routine. Like I, I was in a bit of a habit to come home late at night and grab a snack. Or if I'm out and about, and I'm getting gas, I might grab what I thought was something healthier, maybe a protein bar or something that wasn't horrible. It still was something in my stomach after 8 o'clock. It was usually carbs. Those are the times that when I get home now, I really got to force myself to go straight to bed. And once you do, you know, you're not dying. It's not killing you to not eat. And in fact, you turn your craving and attention away from the timing of the late night crave and more for, man, I can't wait to get up in the morning because there is going to be an amazing cup of coffee, that whole bulletproof coffee blend that is your breakfast all the way until one o'clock. Looking forward to that. That is such a yummy cup of coffee. And the high that you get from the MCT oil and the richness that you get from the ghee the butter, clarified butter, it actually is something you really look forward to having, savoring, enjoying as your morning ritual. Mentally then, that helps me curb the cravings and hopefully eliminate the cheating. Even one I'm not really not wanting to do again. But the other thing that it does, and this is, this is the other willpower, not necessarily craving or cheating, but Willpower is fed by results. 13 pounds, I, I, I'm just not satisfied. It, 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 I, want, I want more. So I, I have this drive to want to continue that and not step back. Five pounds in two weeks as opposed to the first two weeks of eight pounds actually now makes me want to dig my heels in and not give in to the cravings, not cheat, and get back to a little bit more of a balanced keto diet. So it's a two-pronged result. The results are there, which resonate and helps continue the momentum that you started. But if the results aren't fast enough and you're impatient like me, and they are fast enough, but just, you know, go with me on this one. You know, I'm trying to lose 70 pounds and I'm like, God, I wish six months to a year 
is today because I want them gone. I want the fucking pounds off me. That is the drive that keeps me going through the cravings, through the cheating, to the discipline, to the balanced keto diet. And at, and at least for me, that that really helps a lot. I haven't quite had anybody say anything yet. I mean, I probably had so much on that losing 13 pounds doesn't necessarily visually make a big difference, which is a good thing because sometimes if you lose weight too fast, you get that hollow faced look and it's not real healthy or it's all water weight. So I'm actually okay with, but the minute you start getting comments, that's the other thing that would really starts to have an exponential impact on your discipline and the momentum in your program. And then the last thing I would say, and this kind of gets off the track a little bit of the topic of cheating and craving, but it's somewhat related, and that is it's a month in. The first two weeks, the first few days are the toughest. The first two weeks are always going to be the toughest of any kind of routine that you get into. But once you get into that routine and have a discipline, for me, then it just becomes, I, I have absolutely no doubt this is going to work. And I guess I should say, I have absolutely no doubt that I'm going to be able to do it. The it's going to work is a residual that I have faith that will be there. But the biggest faith, the strongest faith is the one that you, when you look in the mirror and you say, is that a whole... Uh, affirmation thing, which is a little bit corny, the whole secret, but I, it does work. Whatever you want to call it, the power of positive thinking or believing in yourself, having faith in a discipline, that is the thing that really works in this program. It's working so far. I'm happy about it. I would love to hear any tips, feedback that any of you have on this topic or any others. I'd love to share it on air with my next segment, but I'm excited. I'm a month in. I've got another month till LIB, which is my initial goal to lose 30. Yeah, don't know if I'm going to be doing 30 by May 8th, but I think I'm going to be getting close. You know, if it's 25, if I've lost the same amount that I did the first month and the second month, I'm going to be extremely happy. And if nothing else, it'll tell me that it does work. Affirm the faith that I have that it's going to work. Anyway, to all you fellow keto brothers and sisters out there, I feel for you. Keep it up. I feel with you. I'm excited for you as I am with me, and I'd love to hear back from you. And any of those that are thinking about getting on the program would love to chat about and give you some more thoughts and go for it. It's not that bad a thing. You can do it. HT signing off. Bye.